Yes, week four, NFL cash considerations. I'm your host, the Philly Zoo. It's the late night edition. It's after midnight East Coast time, 9 p.m. on the West. And we're going to get this going. We're not going to roll out with a review of last week. We're just going to get right into the action. It's going to be a little bit different kind of version this week. Featuring another handicapper aside from myself by the name of Cornbread Fred Perkle. He's one of the illest handicappers out there. Man is sharp as it gets. And I have his picks that I'm going to share with y'all. He's going to be live on the podcast soon. But as of right now, we're just going to have, I'm going to read off some of his picks. So, you know, for his best bet of the week, Cornbread Fred's Sunday spread, uh, he's going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus nine and a half. He says, buy the hook to plus 10 if your service allows. Now, looking at that line at the moment, that spread has gone down. Tampa Bay is actually minus nine at a lot of books. And there's some nine and a halfs out there. So if you can get it at nine and a half, buy that hook up to plus 10. Freddie P's best bet. Now, his rationale for that is he says the Bucks come home off a. So I'm sorry, the Bucks, they're in LA. They're coming off a tough home loss thanks to some rookie magic and a last second missed field goal. Bruce Arians will have his team ready to play versus an overhyped, undefeated Rams team. Nine and a half points is way too many for a team that has been highly inconsistent on both sides of the ball despite having a 3-0 record. The Bucks keep this game under 10 as the Rams' shortcomings become more and more evident on Sunday. So Freddie P, a.k.a. Cornbread Fred, is going Tampa Bay plus nine and a half. He says, buy the hook if you can, get it up to plus 10. Personally, I agree with the play. I think that it's too many points to be laying with the Rams. Now, in a teaser with the Eagles on Thursday night, where I moved the Eagles up from a four and a half point favorite to plus 11 and a half, I used the LA Rams and move them down from nine and a half to two and a half. So Freddie and I can both be winners here with, you know, the Rams winning by three, four, seven, even, you know, eight or nine, because he's getting to that nine and a half and he's advising to buy a point to plus 10. All right. For Freddie P's two team, six point teaser, he's going, Minnesota Vikings, he's moving them. He's doing a six-point teaser, so he's moving them from plus two to plus eight. And the Baltimore Ravens down from minus six and a half to just minus a half. So just have to win the game. 
He says, please note, I will never tease through zero. Very good point. What he means by that is there's not really a reason if a team is a six and a half point favorite, there's really no reason to use a seven point teaser because either way you're getting either minus a half a point or plus a half a point with the seven point tease. So it doesn't make sense to tease through zero. I totally understand what Freddie's saying on that point. Um, on the teaser, he says, anytime I can get through a key number in a division game while going against an underwhelming offense, I'm interested. He says, give me eight points off Mitchell Trubisky. Where do I sign up? The Vikings have a top 10 defense to help offset the Bears defense that is the best in the game. The Vikings can turn Trubisky over multiple times, also offsetting the almost two turnovers the Bears will take from the Vikes. I see a low-scoring NFC slugfest decided on the final possession and could see the Vikings taking this one outright. It won't matter as I will have points on my side as we blow the battle horn plus eight. So Freddie likes moving the Vikings up. And that line, as I'm looking at it live, has moved down to Minnesota. Is only getting one now. So it opened up Chicago minus three. Minnesota money's come in. And now Minnesota is only a one-point dog. So you would have to use a seven-point teaser in order to get it up to Freddy's plus eight. But when he sent these picks in, it was Minnesota plus two, and he's using a six-point tease. So that stands at Vikings plus eight as the first leg of his two-team tease. Second leg for Freddie. He's going Baltimore Ravens, moving him down to just have to win the game. All right? He said, I said it all offseason. The NFL is not a league where an average or bad team can acquire talent and become a division winner overnight. You either sneak up, you either sneak up on people or slowly learn how to win in this league. The Browns stole the offseason with big name signings after a respectable finish to last year's campaign. I knew there would be some serious learning curves as this team is not sneaking up on anyone and they still don't know how to win. The Ravens have stated how personal they are taking this game. <coughs> Excuse me. The Ravens will pound on Baker Mayfield and his indecisiveness. I see a double-digit beatdown coming. Ravens just winning at home is almost as safe as it gets, in my opinion. And I'm taking Ravens, Vikings in my purpled-out 16 tees. All right. So... For Freddie P's two-team tees, just to review, Vikings plus eight, Ravens pick them. Personally, I agree with that tease. I like it quite a bit. I'm going to co-sign on it. All right, the last part of Freddie's contribution to the show is his three-team sweet tee. Um, he's using two of the teams that he already uh, mentioned, so no need to go over the rationale once again, but he's moving the Vikings up from plus two to plus 12 in a 10-point tease, and the Bucks up from plus nine to plus 19. 
Now, the third leg of his tease, he's going to move the New Orleans Saints playing on Sunday Night Football at home against Dallas um, from plus 2.5 all the way up to plus 12.5. He says, if you follow my plays weekly, you will know we had the Saints outright on the money line last week at Seattle. The reasoning was very simple. When Sean Payton has time to prepare with Teddy H2O, the offense will highlight his strengths and minimize his shortcomings. All while a respectable Saints defense understands it doesn't have the security of Drew Brees scoring 25-plus per game. A rowdy Superdome will be on fire as the undefeated Cowboys come to town on Sunday night. Getting through the key number of 10 in the Dome in statement game in the statement game is smart money. Cannot agree more with using the New Orleans Saints in a sweet tee, getting them up from plus 2.5 all the way to plus 12.5. That's one of my favorite parts of Freddie P's contribution. Absolutely love to get through the key numbers, 3, 7, and 10 at home at the Superdome. Dallas is really um, overhyped at the moment. Dallas is a good team. They're a very good offensive line. they got a good running back. Dak has been impressive, but you're giving me 12.5 points at the Superdome on a Sunday night, one of the best home field advantages. I like what Teddy had to say post-game last week in the locker room. He looked very the, – the team is behind him, it seems, right now. And with Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, that offense, they're not losing by more than 12 points. Absolutely love using the Saints plus 12.5. And, and, in fact, that might as well swing right into my sweet tee. And I am going to use New Orleans plus 12.5. I am going to use – the let's see i'm literally going as i go through this right now and the 10 point t's i'm going to be using the oakland raiders i'm moving oakland from a plus six and a half to a plus 16 and a half all right i like the raiders to get it done i would not be shocked to see the raiders win this game outright that's right. I'm calling for outright victory from the Oakland Raiders. And the third leg <coughs> on my sweet tee, pretty square, but when numbers make sense, they make sense. And I'm moving the L.A. Chargers down from minus 15 to uh, minus 5. So to review my sweet tee, Saints plus 12.5, Oakland Raiders plus 16.5, and L.A. Chargers minus five. And we're just doing this on the fly, folks. I'm not, I didn't even prepare notes for this. This is just Midnight Madness on the Cash Considerations podcast. All right? So there's quite a few options for two-team seven-point teasers this week. Why is that, you ask? Well... You've got a lot of seven-point favorites that I strongly feel will win the game outright. Some candidates, some strong candidates for a two-team seven-point tease are the Baltimore Ravens at home laying seven against the Cleveland Browns. You move them down seven points to a pick em, just have to win the game. Freddie P's rationale, he already broke it down for you why Baltimore is going to beat Cleveland tomorrow at home. I agree with it. I've already used Baltimore 
in multiple teasers, moving them just to a pick em. Okay? Another strong candidate is the New England Patriots. Now, this is a sneaky one because I honestly think Buffalo at home is going to hang tough. And I would not be absolutely shocked if the Buffalo Bills win this game. The Bills Mafia is going to be absolutely crazy tomorrow in upstate New York. And it's the biggest game there in a long, long time. I think New England might get smacked in the mouth. And I'm hesitant to use New England, but I do want to put it out there that Technically, by the numbers, it makes sense to use a seven-point favorite in a seven-point tease to just have to win the game. So New England's going to be used in a ton of teasers tomorrow, regardless if they're in mine. They're not going to be what I give out on this show, though. Another really strong candidate tomorrow in a seven-point tease is the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, they're in Detroit. In a tricky game, I think Detroit has been playing good football. And I just think they're outclassed in this game. I think that the Kansas City Chiefs offense, what they bring to the table, I just don't think Stafford, Kerryon Johnson, Kenny Galladay, and those guys are going to be able to just keep up. I just, I just don't see them keeping up with the Chiefs in this scenario. So I really like moving the Chiefs down to just have to win the game. Teasers are all about number game, folks. And when you can move two seven-point favorites to pick'ems, that's an advantage, high-advantage teaser. So for my two-team tees, I'm using Baltimore and Kansas City, moving them both down from seven to pick'em, just have to win the game. Now on to my best bet of the week. Now, before I give out that best bet, I briefly want to just go over the card just to kind of highlight some sharp action and things that I have learned throughout the week. Because really the whole point of this show is to, you know, I gather information throughout the week and then I want to share it with with y'all, with the listeners, so we can all cash some tickets and win some money. So, you know, one thing is that... um, with this Oakland-Indianapolis game, you know, there's a reason you're seeing that line at six and a half. And that's because if that line were to go up to seven, there would be sharp money hammering the Raiders at plus seven. They're just looking for that key number. Um, whenever you see a line at six and a half, you know that the sports book, the odds makers, do not want to bring it up to seven because they're fearing the wise guys, the sharps, the professional money coming in and grabbing the plus seven, the full touchdown. I think that's the case with Oakland tomorrow. I think Oakland hangs tough. And Oakland plus six and a half is one of my best bets of the week. Um, Moving right down the card, I've already talked about Buffalo. I've already talked about Kansas City. This Tennessee-Atlanta game is not one I'm going to be involved with. Uh, I don't like it at minus three and a half. I wouldn't want to lay it with the Falcons. I don't really want to take it with the Titans, so I'm just going to completely stay away from the game. Tampa Bay and L.A. Rams. Now, I've already went over this game as well, and while I agree with Freddie P getting plus 10, and actually I've bought <coughs> I've bought a full point when it was at nine and a half to get Tampa Bay plus 10 and a half. 
Um, as I talked about before, I also moved the Rams down from nine and a half to two and a half in a two-team tease, which I already hit the first leg of with the Eagles on Thursday night. Big win for the Burrs, by the way, on Thursday night. Big, big win. Um, so people are probably wondering, like, you know, what, what are you doing? You're, you're taking two sides of the same game. You're taking Tampa Bay and the Rams. They're playing each other. How's that work? Well, if the Rams win by three, four, seven, or ten, I win both. I win both sides because I've Tampa Bay plus ten and a half, and I have the Rams minus two and a half. So that's what you call the creamy middle, my friends. All right. So let's move on down the card. Seattle, Arizona. That line opened Seattle minus three, and it's moved all the way up to five and a half. Uh, I have it on good information that that was sharp action that came in on the Seahawks. Not a game I'm really interested in getting involved with. Um, as my, my friend Bonte Hill and I like to say, you know, desert is where bets go to die. And with Kyler Murray and Seattle, who already let me down week one in a teaser where I just needed them to beat the Bengals by two points. They ended up winning by one. I've already been burned by them. Not interested in that game whatsoever. Will not be betting it. But for what it's worth, uh, I have it on good information that sharp action came in on Seahawks at the minus four. And that's why you're seeing it up to five and a half. Next game going down the board. One of the best games of the week is Minnesota-Chicago. I've already talked about this a bit based on Freddie P's uh, knowledge that he spit on this game. And I, I agree with him. I think the way to go if you're going to bet this game is to tease Minnesota up. Even at the minus one, which you're seeing it at now, if you use a seven-point teaser, you get it to plus eight. I still like that. Um, really not sure who wins this game. I mean, if the Chicago defense comes out on fire, it would not shock me at all if the Bears win, but I think the way to play it is Minnesota in a teaser. And um, they're a great candidate for a sweet tee as well because if you're getting plus 11 and a half uh, with Minnesota, shit, I might, have to hit, I might have to fire on that myself. Minnesota plus 11 and a half in a three-team 10-point teaser is definitely a strong bet in my opinion. Jacksonville-Denver, no interest whatsoever in getting involved in this game. Total coin flip to me. Uh, lean as far as who's going to win the game. I, I slightly lean to Denver because they are winless at home against the Jacksonville team in turmoil with the whole Jalen Ramsey drama. I lean to Broncos to win the game, but not going to be betting it. No, don't want nothing to do with it. Um, Dallas. Sunday Night Football at New Orleans, definitely one of the best games of the week. Glad to see that they're putting a marquee, you know, high-quality, deserving game on Sunday night, something we all have to look forward to. Um, I agree with what Freddie had to say about the game. I think teasing New Orleans up is the way to go. I've, um, I've bought points in a parlay to move New Orleans from plus 2.5 to plus 4.5. I've done a seven-point teaser to move New Orleans from plus two-and-a-half to plus nine-and-a-half. And I love Freddie's move in a sweet tee to use New Orleans plus 12-and-a-half. So right now I'm thinking about betting another sweet tee in addition to what I already have 
as I'm talking myself through this, which is another good part of doing this show, is that I'm making myself realize what some wise bets are. Minnesota and New Orleans in a sweet tea are two really strong legs. You just need to find that third leg. And last game on the board, it's Monday Night Football, Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Mm, I've heard sharp action came in at uh, Cincinnati at plus four and a half. Um, You know, the line's down to three and a half, and there's a reason for that. That's not public money that's betting the Bengals um, on Saturday or any time before Monday night. So it's really easy to kind of spot sharp action when you start, like, reading through the lines. And that move from four and a half to three and a half had to be wise guy money that came in on the Bengals. So all the picks are there laid out for you. Best bets. Two team teasers and sweet teas from myself and Freddie P, aka Cornbread Fred. Hope you all gained a little bit of information uh, and some some knowledge from the show. Would love to get some feedback. And uh, week four, baby, let's go. Cash the tickets. Take the money, never have to run. Take the money, never have to run, to run.